Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, this is the Talking Tactics podcast. Hello, welcome uh, to our to our humble football podcast. My name's Daniel. It's your boy, Double H, half to the hope. Now, normally I, I say we do this every Tuesday, but it's a lie. It's a lie this time. We're recording on Sunday. There's no points. There's no points revealing that. There is a point because it's going to go out on Monday. It's not going to go out Tuesday. Like, basically, basically, as soon as I edit this, I'm going to release it for the week. So it could be out Sunday night, depending on where you live. But yeah, this yeah. is this week's podcast. Carl is again in Barcelona listening to Pusha T live. So he went to a concert. The reason we're doing this now is in Spain. Yeah. Um, Half Hope's going on vacation, holiday, depending on where you live. So we're not going to be free for our normal record time. What what, what do I have to say? Follow us on Twitter if you would. Follow us on uh, Instagram, SoundCloud, all that stuff. If you're on Spotify, thanks. Give us a follow. If you're on an Apple device, Apple Podcasts, on your iPhone, iPad, Mac, whatever, uh, subscribe. It's free. Help us out that way. And uh, if you're a patron, you'll get your 30 to 40 minutes of Talking Tactics Extra. Whenever you feel like looking it up this week, we're, we're, we're going to be talking about boxing. AJ got knocked out, so we're going to be talking about that. Bro, he ah, got, he, he got, got knocked out by a fat guy. I'll, we I'll, have to change the narrative, man. I I'm going to represent. Uh, no, no, no. I'm going to represent for all my fat reverend out there, like... <laughs> This is our weekend, bro. Like we made it. Uh, <laughs> we, we are it, the heavyweight yeah, champions of the world, bro. You you can have a bit of a gut and still be like the champion of the world. So yeah, heavyweight champion. Four belts. Four belts. Four belts. Muhammad yeah. Ali had those belts, so he's touching history. So yeah, that's that's what we're gonna be talking about on our Patreon page this week. Shout out to everybody who who's over there and supports us. Um, I'm grateful. I guess is the, is those are the words I'm looking for. Okay. So no no wait 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 how do you want me to to start harsh or do you want me to, to start nice? I I want do what you feel, my friend. That was the worst Champions League final of all time that I've ever seen. I've I've watched every Champions League final since the one in ninety five, which was the first one with the Ajax one, and this is the because thing about this is that. The only one I liken this to was you see I did ah I didn't watch AC Milan Juventus which of course was was close but I still think Milan Juventus was maybe a lot more tactical because and also that's what you expect from two Italian teams based on those times but the thing about this was based on the hype of my gosh it's an all Premier League affair they were really hyping this in the media where it was going in about this an, an all Premier League affair blah blah blah, blah and everything because combined with the Chelsea Arsenal one and it's no this was I mean the football was was crap like it was big crap but tottenham deserved to to lose i don't know how to say this in a nice way so i won't pochettino is a brick and a coward hurricane is a brick and useless 
maybe you can help me. Give me a truly proper, logical, tactical, footballing reason why Pochettino started Harry Kane and had Lucas Moura on the bench and brought him on in the 60th minutes, even if Moura scored the hat-trick that got him to the final. Explain that to me. Because what I don't like is some crap I'm seeing here about, oh, Pochettino is so unlucky. So that's, shut, shut up, shut up. Don't give me that crap about, oh, he's unlucky or so close. Shut the hell up. I don't want to hear from him. Like, if he had started Mora, Son, maybe you put your rent in there, but you started with the lineup that 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 got caught here and you lost, I'd be like, man, Tottenham, they did their thing. I don't want to hear any of that crap about how, how hard Tottenham played and, and it's been a success. No, you shot yourselves in the foot. And it wasn't Sissoko's handball that lost you the, the game. It was your lineup because Harry Kane was non-existent in this game. So I just I do not understand how you would start a guy who hasn't played for two months, how you'd play him ahead of a guy who scored a hat trick in a Champions League semi-final. It's nonsensical. It makes no sense. Do you remember the 2014 Champions League final where Simeone put Costa on? Mm. Almost as like uh just a token, like without you, we wouldn't have got this far. So then they played him. And then I think he was on for maybe seven, eight, nine minutes, maybe. And then he just ran off, and they kind of wasted the substitution that they kind of needed later wait, in the game. Wait, 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 but, 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 but let me ask: Didn't Costa play in the semi-final? I was getting there. Mm, okay. I was gonna say, like, I understand that kind of. Like, I didn't agree with it at the time. Still, if you knew that you were just gonna take him off after ten minutes, mm. but he was a key part in you getting that far. Mm. Like, he scored a penalty, I believe, against Chelsea in the yeah, um, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. them into the final against Madrid. Like, he was an influential piece in the knockout stages. I'm confused exactly why Kane start. Like, you asked me, could I come up with a plausible footballing reason? I don't really have one. I, I guess we, we, we kind of saw this in the Ajax game, in, and we kind of mentioned it after, after the fact that, not to use a boxing analogy, but kind of like styles make fights. And the way Ajax play, they weren't capable of coping with like long balls and things like that just because in in Holland that's not that's not how they play. So the target man, the tall guy that's 6'1, 6'2, I think Lorente's probably 6'5, but still you understand the point. Ajax weren't able to cope. You go to play Liverpool who have Van Dyke, Matip, they play in the Premier League. They're used to playing big physical center forwards. I'm confused why he thought Kane would have been the guy to go with and not keep the movement of Mora, Son, Ali. And you keep that fluidity and that quickness and that unpredictability in the team. I'm confused why you would do that. And, and, and on top of that, a man scored a hat trick in one half in a miraculous game to get you into the final. And then you bench him? Wait, 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 wait. Let me add, before I the moral, because the moral thing is very, that hits home very personally for me. But before I get to the moral thing, I was speaking to Liverpool fans. And Liverpool fans told me that, man, if they go with Mora and Son, that movement is going to be crazy. Liverpool fans were saying that, man, we hope they start Kane because that will be much easier for Van Dijk and Matip to deal with. Yeah. Daniel, I, will, I, will, I, will, I am willing to argue that Van Dijk and Matip had the easiest 60 minutes of the entire season marking Kane hmm. before Mora came on. It was the easiest... <laughs> 60 minutes they've had the entire season because you're marking a guy who's non-existent. <laughs> you're marking, no, you're you, marking a ghost. <laughs> there's an argument to be had that if Kane is 100% fit and he was the one that scored the hat trick against Ajax and he got them to the final, 
there's an argument to be made that even in that scenario, if you're just looking at Liverpool's defense, mm. what would they rather go up against? Even if it's a full fit Harry Kane that's played the whole season, I'd still think in the back of their mind that like we prefer yeah. the known yeah. option of Harry Kane and just marking him under the game rather Who's than the, the, the unpredictability the of Mora, yeah. Son, Ali. Ask any the defender. What you don't want is speed and people running from deep. Because guys running from deep, those, those are the runs that you don't see. Because when you're running from deep, it gives you more small space to you go left, you go into, into the, the center, you maybe check check your run a bit back. So the defender has a lot more thinking to do. But if you're static and your movement is within a small kind of um, circumference, which is what Kane is, if your top defender is much easier to deal with. Of course, and everything's hard because you don't know whether he can turn against you, hold you up, spin you. But you would rather deal with a more static, slower, stoic striker than with a quicker, faster, more direct attacking midfielder like his son or a Mura. Hence why the most dangerous player for Tottenham was Son. <laughs> because he just had more movement. He was doing more. He was making more runs. He, and he was looking, he was facing guys, look right, left. That sharpness, that's quick ton of pace and speed is not what Kane has. That's not what's in Kane's game. And the thing about Kane is that against certain opposition, he's good. Certain opposition, he's good. Liverpool was the wrong opposition to play Kane because that's just... If you're going up against like a guy like a Vardyke and Matip and how they are, and how you break Liverpool, you, you need movement. You need quickness. You need people who are light off on, on foot, swift. To your moral points, man, if I'm Lucas, is that Lucas Moura? Like he's very religious, you know. And people who are like very religious, they they maybe view things that they may they may be like a lot more forgiving of certain things. But if it's me, um, first of all, I'm punching Pochettino in the face, and I'm asking for a transfer. And until my transfer goes through, I'm blanking Harry Kane. That's me. Because just imagine if you're Lucas Moura, you scored. In my opinion, the greatest hat-trick of all time based on the match the circumstance where they had to come from the greatest hat-trick i've probably ever seen and in the final you get benched i mean that's insane it has to rank as one of the most shocking worst footballing decisions of all time like it's indefensible <laughs> it is indefensible it's bad <laughs> it's really, really okay. bad. how about this i, I guess this, 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 this 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 is a larger discussion i guess and maybe we can get into this after we kind of discuss the rest of the final. But I'm going to ask, what does that decision do to your estimation of Pochettino as a coach? Oh, but my God. I, I, never. I, I will let you think about that before we... No, no, no. I don't even need to, need to think. This shows you are a talented manager and coach. You're not caught for the big time. It shows that when pressure counts, you can't make the real big decision. Because even if not starting Kane is, was what you wouldn't do... I understand the pressure he was on. Now, if you want to be a conspiracy theorist, maybe it was a case of the FA and Danny Levy were like, um, this is the Champions League final. This is our captain, our golden boy. He bet he better start. But if you're Pochettino and you're Emmanuel and say, wait a minute, you're giving me an ultimatum to start Hurricane for your narrative? No, I'm not gonna start him. So either you sack me before the before the final and make you guys look like fools and I reveal what you made, 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 made me to do, or no. I am going by what I'm going, and by him starting Kane, it shows a lack of balls from Pochettino, really, because I'm just trying to think. So, 
if we believe that Pochettino is the real quality tactician that he is, surely, surely he wouldn't start Kane. But okay, let me give him the benefit of the doubt. You start Kane. He was non-existent for the 45 minutes. Then you bring him off. He played the whole game. <laughs> so there's something in his mind that he buys into the English media and he buys into how English media overhype guys. Rooney was the white Pele. David Beckham was supposed to be one of the greatest players of all time. And he bought into the, and he was caught up in this whole hype machine of like, my gosh, Harry Kane in a Champions League final, finally, this is a golden boy. Who, what, what else can he do possibly in a Champions League final in this massive showpiece event for the Premier League? He got caught up in that. But for Pochettino, this is a, a four football match. You're here to win a Champions League final. This is, this is no time to buy into immediate hype. It's no, I'm trying to win this trophy. And if I'm trying to win this trophy, I need to pick my strongest team. And you didn't. Do you know, someone asked, okay, considering the early goal or starting Kane, which one had the greatest negative effect? Starting Kane. Do we, firstly, do we think it was a penalty? Because I, I think it's incredibly harsh, but I'm not against it being given. I, for me, if I was a referee, I wouldn't give it, but I can guess why it was given. His hand moved. Once your hand moved, you're blocking the trajectory of the ball. Rule, rule of law, you've got to give it. I wouldn't give it because it's too early in the game. But look, the rule of the law is the rule of law. He moved his arm, boom. But I went look at the amount of opportunities that Tottenham had, especially in the second half and the openings they had. And equalizer was there. That's why I don't want to hear about Mosala. I want to hear about Origi, who a statue has to be built of that dude. Because it's not how many you score, it's when you score. I'd rather have Origi in a final than Harry, Harry, Harry Kane. So Hurricane can score 50, 60 goals in the Premier League. Origi is going to give me the winner in the Champions League final. Origi is going to give it, me that that, that kickle that, that takes me to my semi to takes me to, to, to a final. I'm I'm torn on this Harry Kane thing. Like I understand that he played poorly. He was but crap, bro. Do you think Spurs are ever going to be in like a Champions League final again? Or recently in his career, I I highly doubt it. Like their road to get here was very unpredictable and kind of lucky, if you want to say it that way. So as long as he's at a club like Tottenham, he's probably not going to get to a Champions League final again. You haven't played in two months, but the manager comes to you and is like, yo, you want to play? Can you play? He goes to the medical staff like Harry Kane. He can probably give you 80 minutes, 70 minutes, something like that. If you're Harry Kane and the manager puts you in the team sheet, are you really going to say, nah, I can't go? Like, I know it's selfish, but at the same time, I put more blame on the person putting you in that situation. So for me, most of the blame goes on Pochettino. It doesn't go to Kane. In other words, Pochettino oh. almost set up Harry Kane to fail. So now, so, so now I don't want to jump on Harry Kane and say I'd rather have Origi than Kane. Because I wouldn't. Personally, if, if you're giving me the option, like who would you rather have in your team, a fully fit Harry Kane or fully fit Divock Origi? I'm taking Harry Kane. I'm sorry. But in a final, even still, I don't care. I don't care what the game is. Like a game from my, my life. I'd rather have Harry Kane. I'm you're sorry. Crazy. You're, 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 you're have mad. you seen his goal scoring record? Have you seen his record? <laughs> in what games? You said a game of your life. Professional football said, matches. You just said that in a game for your life, who would you rather have, Kane or Origi? Origi has scored key, key winners. Okay, how many big goals has he scored? And this is pure recency bias, by the way. But go ahead. Um, the equalizer against Everton. The winner against Newcastle, opening goal against Barcelona, the Everton, winner against, against Barcelona, Everton and that second goal in the Champions League final was was critical. Everton and Newcastle were a part of your argument. 
Name me the key Hurricane goals that he scored. That's I don't have it. to name key goals. I could just give you his goal scoring record. That like he's one out of two. Perhaps you even know, better but, than that. No, 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 no. But Danny, you just told me that a, for a game the, of your head, no, no, no. The, the, the odds are that, that was your point that he scored in big games. So I was just wondering these big games that you were talking about. For me, it's just about the pure goal scoring prowess of Harry Kane. So if he's going to score a hundred goals in hundred and fifty games or whatever it is, I don't think it's that good. But it's probably close. I'd rather have that guy, but not yesterday. That's the difference. If you want to say I'd rather have Origi than Kane yesterday, sure. The guy okay, hasn't but... played in eight weeks. So, of course, I'm going to go with the guy that's more fresh and that's fit. Boy, but if we're talking about Kane. overall, ah, like that's crazy. And, and that's why I blame Pochettino for putting Kane in the position to fail because Kane's not going to say no. He's not going to okay. say, ah, I can't play. Okay, but check this out. Check this out, though. So, if I go up to Harry Kane and I say, you were complete and utter crap. Mm-hmm. And Hurricane then says to me that look, I wasn't fully fit. Then, then you're an irresponsible prick. So either you can make way, that argument. Loses. You can make that argument. Yeah, so, so either way he loses. So if I say you were garbage, you if either going to accept that you were garbage, or if you come back and say, look, I, I, I wasn't fully fit. Then if we're not fully fit, what business were you um, doing in a final? Then you're an irresponsible prick. So either way you lose. <laughs> so for Hurricane, you have to you have to take the abuse and the blame. For being non-existent in a in a in a Champions final. So if you so if in your mind you were fully fit, that's a that's a disgraceful performance to have as a as a strike in a final. You know, if you were not fully fit, what the hell were we were, were you doing? They denying the space of a fully fit Lucas Mora. That is what really I don't put that on Kane. I put that on on Pochettino. Pochettino should know but, better. Now I'm saying that if I was if I was having a conversation with Kane, of course Pochettino is the manager and he's the guy that made the the, the decision. So if Pochettino says, "Okay, Kane, I want to play you," in Kane's mind, whether he, even if he's he's eighty percent fit, he'll say, "Yes, of course, I, I, I want to play a final." But at the end of the day, if you play like like crap, you've got to take the abuse. You can't come up with an excuse for like, "Hey, I wasn't fully fit," but the manager asked me to play, and of course I don't want to play a final. There's no excuse. You played like crap, whether you're fit or unfit take the heat that you play like complete crap because okay. you were a liability for your team. Have, have you ever been in like a supermarket and you just see like just a little kid just, just acting just mad reckless? Just oh, yeah. He's in there just like screaming, taking stuff off the shelves. I remember just one time I saw this kid like he opened like a box of Fruit Loops. I was like, who is <laughs> what the fuck? For me, I don't look at the kid. I look at the parent. I'm like, yo, obviously this kid's bad. But who's raising these people, right? And, oh, and for, and, and, and for me, I'm looking at Pochettino like, you set this kid up to do this. It's on you. Like, that's very – it was foolish. And then the fact that you play him 90 minutes, I think he probably understood after 10, 15, 20 minutes. Like, nah, this ain't it. But if I take him off, it's going to look even worse on me. I'm going to keep him in as long yeah. as possible. That way he can score. No, no, do you know how crazy that is? literally word for word that is the exact same thing that my brother said like every single thing you said was the exact word for word verbatim was what my brother said now that i think about it that's where i got the idea (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was like you know after after you said i was like he did say that sometimes i repeat things that i hear back to your original question silence manager but you're weak if if you were a juventus obviously uh madrid got zizu but if they didn't, if you were one of those clubs, would this give you pause and think, hmm, do I really want this guy? Or or even if, if you're Manchester United, because obviously uh, Solskjaer isn't going to last that long, we don't think. I, I don't think this match, it, it would give me pause, but it wouldn't make me say no. No, 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 no. But do you know why it makes me say, say no? Like when you look at the top managers, 
when Pep came in, do you know how big of a decision it was to discard of Ronaldinho? That was huge. Pep coming in and saying, no, Ronaldinho, get the hell out of here. That was huge. But that is what was needed for him to build a new team that ended up becoming so, 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 so successful through the guys that he brought in. When you look at Mourinho subbing guys in the first half if they were not playing well, he was not afraid of making big de decisions. Zidane, when he, he came, he said, no, look, this is how we roll. This is how we operate. This is how we play. If, if, if you don't like it, so Zidane was always known that, look, man, it is my way or the highway. And, and, and if it's not my way, boom, I'm off. Hence, well, that's the only way, reason why he came back to Real Madrid. So every top manager, they are willing to make big, massive decisions. And no player, no star is bigger than, than them. For Pochettino, put it this way. If Pep or Mourinho were in that same situation, at worst, they start Kane, halftime, Kane is off. Because those are big-time managers. Pochettino is not a big-time manager. When you're a big-time manager and you've won those trophies, you're like, no player is bigger than me. Hold that bench. But for Pochettino, what trophies have you won? What's, what are you coming with? So you probably don't have the balls or the courage to really make the decision of like Harry Kane, England's golden boy, is not starting the, the Champions League final. He may, he may be brought on. But I'm not going to start hit the Champions League final because if it was to to do that, even if it would be the right decision, the English media would be like, "Oh my God, you're not starting Harry Kane, and he's he's fits even near near fits." But those are the big decisions you have to make. Yeah, see, for me, I would have I would have kept him on the bench if only to have him like, "Yo, we have this weapon on the bench on the off chance we we need a goal, and then you bring him on." Bro, and then, this is and the exact same. This is exactly what I said on my in my pre match. I said. Kid on the bench, most likely Tottenham will be trailing. Right. Most likely they'll be trailing. What a good sub to bring on if you need a yeah. goal. And that was the situation. They were trailing for 60, 70, 80 minutes. And if Kin came on in the 75th, fully fresh, sharp, then, it's, then, then you give them a bit of fear. Right? There we go. Like, this guy's a super goal scorer. If he comes on, maybe now we're in trouble. It's, especially if you're pairing him with the speed of Mora, Sun. Ali, Ali, man, I don't, I don't want to have a discussion on him necessarily. Clap, clap, Sorry, Delhi, Delhi, Delhi. I don't want to call him. You know what I'm saying? We've talked enough about the losers, I suppose. I, I, I just want to say, like, I feel bad for Mora though. He gave Tottenham their best ever moment, and then he's benched because of what seems politics. No, no, no. It's do you know how disgustingly painful that must be? The worst things I see. If let's say Mora was on the bench and Kane plays great, he scores like one goal, two goals, or something. You feel bad, be like, hey, you know what? Yeah. That's that man, and he has shown up. But the worst thing is, he played like such such crap, and also non-existent. It makes it even more painful. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, Liverpool won the final. Mm. Um, Salah stepped up, scored a big penalty, and you know, ever since the Salah scored the penalty for Egypt to get them into the World Cup, I've always felt like there's not going to be that much pressure for a penalty ever than having a whole country on your back, essentially. Mm. So when when he steps up for like club penalties, it's kind yeah. of just like uh, nah, it, it is what it is. Like the, the mean, only thing. Look, no offense, to Liverpool fans, man, or club fans, but I'm sorry. A penalty for your country weighs a lot heavier than a penalty for your club in a Champions League final. Specifically, I'm when the country is Egypt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it's a it's a football crazy country. So, mm. um, 
Yeah, I was just I, I, whenever whenever he steps up, I'm just like, ah, oh, this isn't that big of a deal for him. The only thing that can let him down really is just the technique. It's very Jamie Vardy esque. It doesn't oh, feel yeah, like yeah, 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 it yeah. doesn't feel like he's placing it. He's just mm-hmm. running fast and hitting it in a in the direction of the goal, and hopefully it goes in. But decent penalty. Now between the first minute and I think Origi scored in 81, 82, maybe somewhere around mm-hmm. there. It, it it was like just. Match day thirty nine of the Premier League. It, no, no, it wasn't no, no, anything it was really. Carabao. This of course because because Munsaha said that in the hangout, <laughs> and literally I was laughing. I was in tears laughing for like five minutes when he said that. He said Carabao Cup, the Carabao Cup final. <laughs> Not even FA Cup, but Carabao Cup. Okay. <laughs> Because, because also just the name just sort of like as it's almost almost like brick like Carabao almost sounds the same as like brick yeah, so it just yeah. kind of signifies the <laughs> happiness. See Tottenham's tactic with Kane was route one long ball. Maybe a few instances they were trying a few intricate passes, but really Tottenham's tactic was really get the ball long for Hurricane, not done to a son or a Danny Rose, and let's and let's try and walk off the knockdowns. So for Liverpool, they're like. Do we need to open ourselves up? No, we're winning 1-0. And trust me, even if Klopp said attack, 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 once you're in that position and you're in a final, your natural inclination inclination is keep your shape. Keep your shape. Even if it's messy, it's thingy, Liverpool's mind is that we're, we're winning 1-0, we're winning 1-0. If it's 1-1, now we need shape, we're winning 1-0, we're winning the game. This is a final. This is not a semi, this is yeah. not a Premier League game. We're, if this was a Premier League game, or oh, go for the second or the third. This is a final. Keep your shape. Even if it's ugly, it's messy, we like it. They're the ones that have to equalize. We don't have to score. Let's just keep things as shape. If the space opens up, let's explore the space. But the key thing is let us not give Tottenham any way to really go go, go through. You know? But I think, like, no, that's Origi goal. That, that was a bloody good goal. Yeah, that it was a great a, finish. Great finish. Because I, I always say that, like, I think that Liverpool needed that second. They would have probably still have, have won 1 0, but you just never know. Like Tottenham could have easily, ninth first minutes, knocked down, re ricochet 1 1, we're not in extra time. Could it easily have happened? Don't, don't you feel like the quality of that game kind of deserved the, the game to finish 1 0 with a penalty? Yeah, it did. Like to signify this as being, yeah, the worst final of all time was it was won by a penalty. <laughs> like that one. So, Origi just sort of saved face with a quality, quality goal off the bench. Yeah. And also, you see, now, this just shows you Klopp. Klopp bringing on Origi was a great managerial decision. Because in that situation, the temptation is like, oh my gosh, we're almost there. 15 minutes to go. Let me just bring midfielder. in a, yeah. a midfielder. Let me just keep shape. But in his mind, it was like, and this is what I was saying. You need, you need a second. You need a second. So by bringing on Origi, a goal scorer, Femino, because you know you could have just left for Femino there just to do his thing, but just keep your shape. But by bringing on Origi, that was a statement of, and you could even see because he was saying something to Origi that no, bro, when that chance comes, shoot on sight. I want you to get that goal because we need that second goal just to end this if we can. So and boom, he, he got the second goal, and and that was and, and that was all, all 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 that she wrote. And I'm telling you right now, if let's say Klopp is the manager for like let's say the next five six years. I see no reason why this team can't win two or three more Champions Leagues. In- including this one? Yeah. Okay. If they keep on adding, they add like an, a creative May midfielder, they add some deputizations for the Arnold, Robertson and, and everything, 
this is a very solid team because you've got a goal scorer, you've got a creative, dynamic guy, you've got a, a good um, force and player, you've got a midfield that you can interchange that have different kind of personalities in the midfield, you've got a very robust defense, you've got a midfield who can defend and work hard in defense, you've got probably two of the most effective wing wing backs in Europe. It's like because Barcelona are rebuilding, Real are rebuilding, every other club is rebuilding. It's only really um, Liverpool and Man City who are sort of these guys are set, you know. So it could be a case of where maybe Liverpool and Man City trade blows in the Champions League rounds that they win. Because unless it's unless Real rebuild and they just click Im- immediately, then okay, fine. But I think that if you're rebuilding, it may, it may take you two or three seasons to really click into that team. If you're revamping your entire team that these, these teams need, need, need to do, whether City and Liverpool are just adding on. They're not, there's no revamping, but they're just adding on. And for Liverpool, like I mean, I, th- I think they're they're going to be a, a European force, you know. And I'm happy for Klopp. I'm happy for Klopp because I've always said that if I was a player, Klopp is probably the the, the dude that I'd actually want to to play for. So I think I'd like to play for him, like that personality. But I don't think I'd want to do all that running, if I'm being honest. <laughs> true, true. See, that, that's the thing. Like, but then again, maybe if I was a professional footballer, then maybe I would. All right. So I'm just. I want while you were speaking, I was looking up the ages of the squad. Mm. Allison's 26, so he's good. Van Dyke's only 27. Gomez, 22. Robertson, 25. Alexander Arnold, 20. Fabinho, 25. Wijnaldum, 28. Uh, Milner's 33, so that's really one of the only yeah. ones. Henderson, 28. Lalana's 31. Wow. I don't know. Lalana is one of those guys. It's just like he's – how is he in his 30s? He's just yeah, one of those crazy. players that always no, seems like he's like 25 and he, yeah. he's never aged, but he's 31. Chamberlain, who didn't play this season, 25, so he's going to come back and be okay. Firmino, 27. Mane, 27. Salah, 26. Origi, 24. Really, the only player that you look that's of consequence is Milner, and he doesn't really start. Like, obviously, he's one of those jack-of-all-trades, master of none. He can play defensive midfield, and basically any position except center back. Probably, he probably even could if he needed to. Goalkeeper and striker. You could put him, plug him in anywhere. But other than that, the teams, it's all under 30. So they're good, you know. Uh, so maybe, maybe you do have a point, but I do. I definitely think this was one of those seasons where a lot of teams are in transition, and this this was just the best, one of the best teams at the time. And you know, obviously they got luck with Barcelona, but Barcelona are coming for it. Madrid are going to re- rebuild or kind of reload. They don't really rebuild; they reload. Um, Juventus, they're going to have another season. Who knows who their manager is going to be? Um, Bayern are probably going to come back. City, I, I, I'm not yeah. really sure about PSG. Like, there are a lot of other teams out there that are gunning for Champions Leagues. Will they be ready next season, though? Based on how much work they need, these teams need a lot of a, a lot of work, man. Yeah. No, no, not just oh, two, three players on one fight. No, these they really need a little rethinking. That well, we're looking at teams who may be at the end of an of an of an era, mm-hmm. like Busquets, um, PK. These guys are from flipping twenty from from two thousand and nine, two thousand and eight. So. They may be at the end of an era where, okay, no, you need to really totally rethink this entire team. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like Liverpool definitely contenders next year. City oh. for sure. Um, maybe PSG, it depends who, who, who PSG. I was have. thinking PSG, but I'm I, I don't want to say PSG for anything. Maybe yeah, no, screw them. <laughs> Although I might pick them next season still. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 don't do it, don't do it, bro. And I just try to think like those are three that come to mind: so Liverpool, City, P, 
PSG. We need to see what Madrid do in the market. We need to see what Barcelona do in the market. Juventus is always, I think Juventus is always like one of those clubs that you can say like confidently. Juventus will be there. And Bayern, I don't, I'm, I'm not quite sure. They about need Bayern. a lot of work. Yeah. They're old. Like, if, if, if you were to go through the ages, like mm. what I just did with Bayern squad, there's going to be a lot of 30s, 31s, 33s, 34s, you know. Martinez, Boateng, Hummels, like all those guys, man, they're old. So you know, no, but I mean, but if 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 they get Sane, then that would be huge. But they need to replace Lewandowski. They need to replace Javi Martinez. They need a new central midfielder. They Hell, they're gonna defender. lose Ribery, Robin, like Ribery, Robin. They, I mean, that is like a, you need like four, five. Low key, new... low key. Manuel Neuer is getting up there. Yes, yes. Like obviously, like obviously, we think goalkeepers can last forever and all that kind of stuff. But it's not the same. I, like I, I the injuries and stuff have just kind of, like even even when people say like who's the best goalkeeper in the world, that used to mm. be Neuer for like three, four, three, four years, and now people kind of throw De Gea in there. People throw uh, Stegen. He might not even be the best goalkeeper in Germany. It could, be, it could be, it could be, it's like Tostigan is probably overtaking him. Like maybe he'll oh, start yeah, for the yeah, national yeah, team and yeah, stuff. But yeah. like, really, we know kind of like where Casillas was starting, mm. but really the best goalkeeper in Spain was De Gea. It could be one of those situations. You never know. Um, so mm. I, I, I'm not sure again, what to really think. You might have a point with this Liverpool. They're ready to go. Yeah. No, no, but I'll just, I'll just thinking like, I think the points in which, Liverpool, like the turning points for Liverpool in this championship campaign, I think was that second leg against Bayern. Because when that draw was made, I was like, it's close, but yeah, I think Bayern may, may take take this. Then when the first leg was 0-0, I was like, yeah, Liverpool have the way goal, but Bayern at the Allianz Arena, yeah, they'll probably win like 2-1, 3-2. But the way that Liverpool dealt with Bayern, so simply, 3-1, and almost retired Neuer. Like Mane pretty much retired Manuel Neuer without goal that, that he's scored. So when that happened, I was like, oh, I think that was the real turning point for, for Liverpool. And it's so bad what Liverpool did to Barcelona. Let me tell you two stories. There's a guy called, his his, his, his name is Eggboy Hero. This guy would constantly send me super chats about Messi, about stuff. And on my Twitter feed, he would send me literally 15 notifications, no lie, 15 notifications, notifications each day about how great Messi is, how amazing Messi is, Messi is the ghost, and everything about related to Messi and what he's done for Barcelona. Every single day. When Liverpool beats Barcelona, I haven't seen that the guy since. <laughs> Nothing. No, not at all. Another one is, again, for the hangout, Hardcore Barca. You know he's now an AC Milan supporter. He literally <laughs> changed clubs, and he's now an AC Milan supporter and a Messi hater. That is how, what, how bad... <laughs> Liverpool to Barcelona. Yo, I th- I think that says more about the people you attract than than themselves. Like, why why do these people mess with the half home football hut? <laughs> like that that's to be what you ask us though. Like you attract people like Juju Man, wait, 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 people, so like Mane, yeah, people, people like Mane, people like institution. Bro, like how many clubs has Juju Man had? Like seven. No, 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 I, no, 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 no. Come on, I, I, I think like, like four. I think four. It, the, the people you attract, it's, <laughs> it's interesting to say the least. I, I do want to point this out, by the way. I think Tottenham lost the most games out of any team in the Champions League. So they lost to Inter in the group stage. They lost to Barcelona in the group stage. Then they made it through somehow. Then they lost to Man City in the second mm. leg. But you know, uh, the aggregate score got them through. They lost to Ajax in the first leg. Yeah, but you know they came back in the second. 
They lost the final. So they've lost five games. Didn't they lose more games than um, Arsenal, but still came third or fourth? Yeah, I yeah, they, 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 they only had like one draw, I think. Yeah. I think they only had one draw. So it's yeah, an interesting yeah. Champions League campaign for them, for sure. Um, Maybe just very quick. One moment. Champions, best Champions League moment. If I have to pick one moment. Best Champions League moment. This is a good question. Um, Mine is um, Lucas Moura's, um, the third goal for Lucas Moura. I was thinking that, but I felt like that was a bit too obvious. Um, the messy free kick. Yeah. Uh, Although that yeah. will be, it, it'll be forgotten. But oh yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. That was that was insane. Um, the quick corner from Alexander yeah, Arnold to Origi. Yeah, that's huge. a good moment. Yeah. It sucks because the group state, the group stages were okay. The knockout stages were incredible, and then the final just kind of yeah let everyone down. I, I like the point. I, I like to point to something in the final. I was going to ask, like before, could you remember any real piece of incisive, creative play from that final? And the only thing I can come up with was there was a sequence where Mane had the ball. He was just kind of dribbling towards the camera, so to the mm-hmm. right. He stands up, Erickson dribbles past him, passes it to Salah. Salah gives like a one-touch pass to Milner, shoots it, and it oh, just yeah, goes yeah, right yeah, past yeah, the yeah. post. That's like so. What Mane did was right, like the only piece of like creative, like. Yeah, um, yeah Mane. Well, but look, it's what my Mane does, man. Yeah, yeah really I'm sure Tottenham did some things, but maybe I just wasn't. It, it was a game where it was a struggle to pay attention, especially because I had the TV on mute because I didn't feel like listening to like Jermaine Genius and all that kind of stuff. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I always have the commentary on me. So I, yeah, I, it was I, just I, like I was tempted to turn it to the Latin channel <laughs> and, and listen to it. But the game was just so so dead. So I would say my moments are obviously the Messi free kick, the Mora's Morris third, and that quick free kick that even surprised me. For a second, I didn't think it was legal, but I was like, oh, everyone's onside. <laughs> from a quarter. You know, so, that was weird, man. Yeah. Credit to, again, I want to credit that ball boy. That ball boy was quick thinking. Quick thinking yeah. from the ball boy. He got the ball right to Alexander Arnold. So, oh, no, no, no. no. That's just quick thinking from both Arnold and Origi. And the ball because boy. Origi was the only player. Do you not like, for Barcelona, literally, do you not like, Stigan um, was still clapping his hands when <laughs> Thingy hit the ball. <laughs> So it's just amazingly quick thinking from both Origi and Alexander Arnold for that for that G. So we're gonna talk about Europa League quickly. Yes. Zad! Zad! We we did, we should we should have recorded our conversation that we had and just put that here. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Europa League was on Wednesday. It feels way longer than Wednesday. It feels like this happened five weeks ago or something. I don't know. Chelsea played Arsenal. Arsenal basically didn't show up. Last week we we made them like clear favorites, which they were. That's why it's such a painful loss for Arsenal because because I was watching the Arsenal fan TV like vlog and everything, and I think they felt that no, because you know Arsenal have never won a major European trophy, never. True. So this was not only a chance to get back in the Champions League, but to really win your first ever major European trophy, and you were the clear favorites based on Loftus Cheek being injured, Cantinos being a hundred percent fit. The fact that you had already beaten them in the previous game that, that you played against them, and you pretty much were equal against them in the very first game, it just seemed as if one Arsenal would win. But I think it's just one of those things that where I think that second half was Sari's system to its to its to its to its best. 
that was just sorry system to its best. And I think look, it's, man, inter- it's interesting to talk about sorry system because sorry system is just hazard. The players aren't capable of fulfilling the, the kind of football the, that we saw at Napoli. Yeah. But the only player who is is Eden Hazard. So if Eden Hazard decides to show up, which we, we kind of suggested this at the time. By the way, I did get my Champions League prediction right. I predicted Liverpool 2-0. I just wanted to say that. Hey. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get this next one right. I, I said Arsenal will win. But I said maybe Hazard shows up and he has a night. And I think he showed up and he had a night. Like, I wasn't planning on this, really. But I was just like, it's a possibility. Hazard showed up. The first goal was Emerson to Giroud, 1-0. Mm. Um, and then Hazard just kind of took over the show. So he scored. He, he assisted Pedro for 2-0. Um, scored the penalty for 3-0. Yep. And then it will be scored a fantastic goal. Amazing to get, goal. To get 3-1. And then the the fourth goal was, was, ball I, ball was just bad defending. And then Giroud kind of just clips it over and Hazard gets his fourth. So Or the fourth. I was happy that he ended the Chelsea career in, in the right way. What a way to end it. I just thought it would be a bit too much into the faces of the haters if Hazard was to just to do something in a final that would lead them to winning. But my God, most likely his final game and he, he does that. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we talked right after the game and I was like, obviously this is a different level, but it reminded me of what Drogba did in 2012 where the team wasn't the best Chelsea team that we that we'd seen up until that point and i don't want to say he carried them to the final because he didn't but there were instances in which he was important whether the goal against napoli the goal against barcelona at stanford bridge and then you get to the final and you're like this team can't beat bayern really unless juju or just some magical thing happens and it just so happened that drogba had that night and he scored the equalizer in the 88th minute scored the penalty to win them uh the champions league final and that was his last kick you know, that penalty. But then he came back, obviously, later. But at the time, we were like, this is this is how Drogba leaves the club. He leaves Champions League winner. Obviously, the Champions League isn't the same as the Europa League, but Hazard did kind of something similar where he had a great game, scored two goals, assisted once. And I think, I think everyone thinks he's going to Madrid. And he, even he said that, you know, yeah. it's, it's the end of the story, basically. Yeah, yeah. I saw pictures of him holding a Madrid jersey with the fans. So My I guess bear. He, yeah, I, I I guess he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> so it's just like, yo, let, let me hold it as, as quickly as possible, put some pressure on the club to sell me. So, um, yeah, it's it's a good – it was a fitting end to his Chelsea career. I wish it could have been in the other bigger competition, but given how the club is, I think Europa League final is pretty much the level mm. he did what he had to do. As for Arsenal, man, oof, horrible. <laughs> horrible. You know what? No, I actually – how, how do I word this? I wouldn't care if I was an Arsenal fan, whether I won or lost. And I, I you, you kind of said the devil told you something similar. Like, mm. whatever happened on Wednesday, it didn't matter because Saturday was the day. And Liverpool did them a solid. <laughs> and Spurs aren't champions of Europe. There's not going to be a, what's it called, a parade through North London where Arsenal fans are going to have to see it or whatever the case may be. Like, <laughs> you're good. Like, your club has, like, it's it's bad, but it could have been apocalyptic. I, I mean, like, they were never going to win, man. Like, they were just not... I, they were but never gonna the, win. the chance that they could have, that, that, it would have just been disastrous. So, mm-hmm. Arsenal Football Club was saved, um, albeit by Liverpool. So, that's obviously going to piss off, you know, United fans and Everton fans or whatever the case may be, but still. Yeah, so losing uh, uh, a Europa League final 
and Champions League football. You know, I wonder if the trade was you don't get Champions League football next season and you lose the final, would you take that for Tottenham not winning the Champions League? I'll bet you 90% of fans would take it. Oh, yeah, maybe for even sure. maybe even 99. We're just I don't want Spurs there because the hate is just too real. No, no, no. It's like it's like that thing I told you about Man City, where most City fans actually would prefer to win the Premier League than the Champions League because then winning the Premier League is sort of a one over over Man United. It's deep. That's deep. Oh, no, <laughs> if no, you like, would rather like your team to suffer so someone else can't have happiness, yeah, that's I mean, deep. <laughs> that's why like this whole thing of footballing rival. It's weird because like again we had the discussion about club football and international football. It's like there is a rivalry between Nigeria, Ghana, Nigeria, Cameroon, especially Nigeria, Cameroon, but it's much more of an amicable rivalry. So even if we're like, yeah, but Nigeria, Ghana, Nigeria, Cameroon, and everything, okay, our food is better, I think it's better, but it's very <laughs> amicable. You know, there is like, it never goes towards like insulting or abusive stuff, you know, but. Mm. I, 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 I think I've seen the Jalop Rice Wars, bro, and uh, they, they, they don't seem nice. Oh, okay, okay. Is it okay? Is it okay, okay? Is it as vicious as Barcelona, oh, Real Madrid, no. Well, no, Liverpool, it's, United? It's, it's, it's you. You say it's done in good spirits. Like some people, maybe, but some people that like they're they're actually like on some like your rice is trash. <laughs> Come on, trash is is a very feeble word. Can Come on, trash can I be is, honest? Is can I be honest? Even though you might not want to do the podcast with me anymore, don't Ghana do Ghana Jalof might be better than Nigeria Jalof. How, first of all, was the Nigerian that, that you had? Who cooked it? If it wasn't an auntie, if it wasn't an, an auntie with thick arms that um, cooked the Nigerian Jalof, then it isn't pr- proper. It has to be an auntie that is fair a enough, Fair enough. Fair so. that, that, that's fair because the, the, the Ghanaian Jalof I've had was made by like an actual Ghanaian person. Whoever made the Nigerian Jalof, I went to a restaurant. So there could have been a white person in the back who yeah. had the recipe and was just chefing it up. So. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and also, like, you have to either have it in Nigeria or by an actual oh, cooker. No, no, no. no. To, to be fair, I've been to a wedding before, I think. Mm. And I feel like there was, or maybe not a wedding, it was some function, some party. And there was not Nigeria Jadov there. I'm pretty sure, but I don't, I, I don't remember how it tasted. It was a while back. But still. I feel like in my brain somewhere, it's like Ghana Jalof is better. But, you know, maybe, again, I need to have the full experience of going to Lagos or somewhere. Um, all right. End of season awards. So who is your best? Now, this is the – I hate how they do Ballon d'Or at the end of the year. It should be done now. Like this week where there's nothing, this should be the, the award season. But, right? you have to, but you have to take internationals into account, though. So Cup right. America, Nations Cup. Best player of the 2018-19 season. Okay. What do you think? Um, There's only like two, can- three candidates, maybe. Four. Yeah. At, four at a push. You got, for me, you got Messi, Van Dyke, I'd say Mbappe, because I actually recognize League as a league, and Sterling? No Hazard? And Hazard. Oh, oh my goodness. That, that would be my top five. Those, those five. Sterling, I mean, Hazard, Van Dyke, Messi, and Mbappe. For me personally, it's gonna probably be between the three I'm wrestling with are Van Dyke, Hazard, and Messi. The reason why I'm as 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 I'm raising Messi, the reason why I'm gonna take Messi out of it is like, bro, you're doing it in La Liga, bro. You, I know you, you're bold in the Champions League as well, but most of your good work is in La La Liga, where you're flipping Barcelona and again 
bro, it's La Liga is but your Barcelona in La in La La Liga. So come on. I mean, so between Hazard and Van Van Dijk, that's tough. But you know what? I'm gonna have to probably give it to Van Dijk because I think Hazard. You're just a victim of circumstance and your search, which because based on what Hazard has done in, individually, he should deserve it. But when you take everything into account, I think Van Dijk's effect on Liverpool has probably been far greater than any other player this season. Because you have to... I'm, I'm not giving my between... player of the year award to somebody who plays Europa League. I'm sorry. Like, if, if you play in the easy, Europa League all season... Easy, man. Don't. Come on. It's 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 the UEFA Cup, man. Don't call it the Europa League. That's not the award. Call it the UEFA Cup. No, no, I feel like Hazard should be mentioned because of what he's done in the Premier League. But if I'm actually getting into like who who do you give this award to? If you play in the Europa League, <laughs> you wait for cup. That disqualifies you in some way. So as good as Conte might be, as good as Hazard might be, you play on Thursdays, my dude. So a bl- bloody Conte, bl- I, I blame him that clown. <laughs> Even still, oh well, he's at Inter now. It's official. Yeah. So you know what? The top three clubs in Italy could have Juventus, could have Sarri, former Chelsea manager, Napoli, former Chelsea manager, and Inter have Conte, former Chelsea manager. Abramovich sacks managers every week. So <laughs> true. D- have Have you heard Mourinho could be back for a third time? That can be that, and, that, that, and that can be I've, I've done polls with like obviously this isn't scientific with like 500 600 votes on the poll. Chelsea fans are actually like not opposed to Mourinho <laughs> coming back. I'm like, you you guys just like suffering, don't you? They, <laughs> they just want suffering. I'm just like, I don't, do you really want this football? <laughs> no, no hazard, and you're gonna bring Mourinho to do what with it with, with a transfer ban. Oh my goodness! It's just the, why. Why would you want that? But anyway, um, that, so that okay be... turn off, then it's yeah Van Dyke. Then yeah Van Dyke. I would say Messi, but I did watch that four nil. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe oh, no, if no, I no, only no, watched the like highlights that... of that game, I could be yeah. tricking to say it Messi. But no, I watched the whole ninety minutes. So um, I think we're gonna have to agree that Van Dyke, yeah, might be player this season. Although and. I'm... There's a good chance, Go you know. There's a good chance, and that's. And do you know how was funny? I think this is the one side where Cristiano is, is not going to be mentioned at all in this final three. So, and and I think I think you know, and also what we're seeing is you know, Modric won the Ballon d'Or last season. I think we're slowly breaking away from the duopoly. So yeah, I think Van Dijk has a very very good. See, if Messi wins the Copa America, then it's a done deal. If Salah wins the Nations Cup, based on his marketability. They'll probably give it to, to Salah. But if mm. neither Egypt nor Argentina win the Copa or the Nations Cup, I think Van Dyke is probably going to win that. Ballon yeah, goal. and I definitely think they're setting up Van Dyke to have a legit run because best manager of the season, I think this is maybe an easy one. You've, yeah, you've got to go with Pep, man. Have to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like three trophies, never he been He raided England, bro. He has four. He's holding four of the trophies England have to offer. Yeah, no, 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 no. He, he, he impregnated England, man. <laughs> Uh, best game of the season. I, we have different ones. The first Bayern Dortmund game. Ooh, so you. I remember us talking about that, and you still yeah. think I would go with the second leg of Ajax and Tottenham. It wasn't a better game. Like that first leg was no, sorry, that first half was non-existent. It it, it was the drama of the ending that was just. No, no, it's, it's okay good. now. Those are those. No, those now you have to qualify it. Best quality game or most dramatic game? Those that's fair. Very that's games. fair. That's fair. If if you want to talk about quality, I don't, I I can't think offhand. 
So you know, I'll, 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 I'll just give it to you. I'll just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just, I'll, I will take your word for it. Um, but if we're just talking about the drama of a game, oh, easily Tottenham, Tottenham, Ajax, Ajax. Easily. and then if two over two legs, you could go Liverpool, Barcelona. But just over the best game over ninety minutes for me, in terms of just drama and excitement, mm. well, more scored. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm supposed to not like them, but you know, I went kind of crazy still. So, no, no. Um, <laughs> but it's like, it's like one of those things that oh, so because I'm a so-called Chelsea fan, I must be like, oh, damn it, Tottenham! <laughs> the dude scored a hat trick in one half. I'm sorry, sue me. He scored the the, the third goal in the ninety first minute. And then he then prayed, and then he then on his Instagram he then said Luke thirty one four to seven on you know on his Instagram. So I'm sorry, that's just crazy. <laughs> that's madness. Best moment of the season? It could uh, be the Mora third goal. Probably has to be that Mora third goal, man. Has to be. It's tough, but I would I would I probably have to go with the Mora goal. Best goal of the season? Oh, for, um, for me, you in the semi epic of semi. One of the best goals I've ever seen, <laughs> hands down. Can I be biased? Has oh, a has a beat West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, and, and we got on the podcast. Low key, yeah. low, low, you know what? Low key, one of the best moments of the season, the company goal against who did they oh, play? Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. Where he just shot it from thirty yards or whatever it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, no, that was like, yeah, that was a key moment, man. That was a key moment. Mm. This is just completely a tangent, but Aston Villa made it. Did we talk about that? That Aston Villa are the third, the last team to make the Premier League. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. So just which, quick shout which, out to which are the three teams then? Sheffield. Oh, I don't want to get this wrong. I think Sheffield United, uh, Norwich, and oh. Aston Villa. Norwich. I don't think it's Wednesday. I don't think it's Wednesday. I think it's United. Um, all right. The moment you guys have all been waiting for. Here we go. <clears throat> Rick Door. Hey. Okay, Dodo, give me so give me a final three. So my my three are um Marcus Alonso, <laughs> Ashley Young, oh. and um Joseph Mourinho. No, 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 come on, come on. <laughs> Ashley Young and um probably oh Sanchez. Oh, Sanchez. See, I was thinking Ozo has to be in here somewhere. Damn, yeah. Actually, you, you know what? No, actually, you know what? No, you know what? I'm going to put Coutinho in there. Instead of San Sanchez. <laughs> do, you, do you know Sanchez has more assists than Ozo this season? <laughs> Why is that funny? Like, that's sad. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, that's hilarious, bro. Sanchez. Loki, do you know what? Uh, Carl and I talked about this in the group chat. Wenger got these guys paid. Sanchez got paid 300, 400, whatever from United. Ozil's getting paid 300, 400, whatever from Arsenal. These mm. guys are clearing maybe a million every week together if you add up their salaries and what they it's get disgusting. from like sponsorships no, what and whatnot. Ends, what Sanchez earns for what he does is 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 disgusting. <laughs> like, wait, imagine if you hold on like three, three jobs, maybe ending. 10 15,000 a year, and you're looking at Sanchez every week. And this guy is earning about 15,000 times more, more than you earn in a year, and he does that in a week. That'll just make you go mad, it'll make you go, go crazy. Like, it's so unfair and so unjustified that you're like, So he's earning 300,000 pounds a week just to run around and 
do nothing and look clueless. Have you ever considered like he makes more in one week than people do in 10 years? He he makes more in one week than a lot of people will probably see in their lifetime. How many blue collar workers are ever going to see 300,000 in their bank accounts? And, well, unless you do crime, never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, if you, if you want to take the whole world into account, see, I was thinking of just like people that live in maybe the, the UK that make, you know, 20, 25K a year or whatever, or okay. people in the US that make 35. I was thinking of that. But if you want to go talk about someplace in Asia or Africa or someplace in Eastern Europe or South America or someplace like that that's not developed in air quotes, bro, when you hear the quotes of like, you can feed these family for $2 a day. And this guy's making 350 in a week to kick a ball and not really do it well. It's, it's it makes you pretty... think. It makes you think. So uh, at the, the, the brick door isn't really my account. That's your account. So I don't really have to participate in this one. So who so who are you going to give it to? It's your awards. Oh, no, 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 no. But, but tell me, I mean, who is your number one brick? Though? Like my number one brick, I've, I've got to give it to, um, I've got to give it to Alonzo. <laughs> For sure, Alonzo. So I was gonna say, like, bro, like I, I watch this guy every week. Like, this is very easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alonzo. You know, Emerson isn't that good, but he plays he's, he's because it shows you how bad Alonzo, Alonzo is trash. Because Emerson is average, but Alonzo is so bad, Emerson looks like Carlos Alberto or Roberto Carlos. <laughs> That's how bad Al- Alonzo is because of you know, compared to think Emerson. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um. So, do you want to talk about Neymar, or can we can, can we hold off until more facts have been revealed? Because I kind of feel um, like we should do the latter. I feel like we should like we should reference it that Neymar has been, as reported by the AP, who are taking this from a Brazilian outlet, that mm-hmm. he was he has been accused of rape from a situation that happened in Paris, but the woman later went to Sao Paulo and filed a police report against Neymar. Neymar has come out. Yeah, he's, he's released an Instagram video with clips from, or he kind of revealed his WhatsApp conversation with what we believe is the woman in question. I, I don't know if that's been confirmed or not. but So those are the facts as we know it. I don't I, think we I, can I, say I, anything further than that. All, all I'll say is, look, man, as with, with, with anything, innocent or proven guilty. Like I just think like that's why when people broke it to me, I'm like, guys, we have to wait for more details. Obviously, right. everybody deserves their, their day in court, so innocence or proven guilty. So don't just mark him as guilty already. But until we know much more information, that's just what's out there. He's brought off his defense. Let's wait on until we, we know more from both sides, and then boom, we're not, we're, we're not detectives here. So right. <laughs> it's like, the, hopefully the truth is, is found. That's what I say. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it comes out. And like the best case is almost like, She's trying to extort him. Like, I would hate to think that she was actually raped or he is a rapist yeah. or something like that. So that's as much opinion as I'll give. But I, I think we learned our lesson with the Ronaldo thing. Like, it's better just to wait until all the yeah. facts have come out before you start speaking on things that you might not be qualified to speak about. But we do a football podcast. He's the third best footballer in the world in terms of talent. So maybe even yeah. the second best. So. But yeah, it's messy Neymar Hazard. If we want to talk about just pure okay, footballing yeah. talent, so oh, yeah. those yeah, are the yeah. top three. And he has a knee injury. Maybe he doesn't play the Copa America, but you know, it is what it is. But we have to mention it as part of doing a football podcast. So it's the it's the end of the season. Is there any topic that you would like to discuss? I mean, 
things that you would want to see over the summer or anything like that? Or can we just do this extra and, and head out? I don't know. For me, I think, um, yeah, it's been a... I think the domestic side of things was pretty much business as usual. Everyone repeated. Spain, yeah. same champion. Italy, same champion. France, same champion. Germany, same champion. I'm forgetting which country I didn't mention. England. England, England, same champion. So, yeah. Club football. Nobody wants to bring this up, but I keep bringing this up. Nobody wants to address it. it it's this is becoming Groundhog Day. There is very little parity. You're seeing the same thing happen again and again and again, and it's getting very, very pre- predictable. That's why the Champions League was the real highlight of the season. The domestically, it was like okay, whatever. The highlight of the season was the Champions League. So yeah, the the thing that always. It's, it's why I don't want football to change this. Because if you make the Champions League predictable as well, we know which teams are going to be in it. We know it is everything that goes into it. It's going to detract from the kind of the spontaneity and the unpredictability of the competition. Because what happens with cup football and knockout football is literally anything can happen that you're not expecting. Who would have seen Ajax making the semis? Or mm. who would have seen Spurs against Liverpool in the final? Who would have seen Real Madrid getting knocked out by a team from Holland or something like that, the three-time defending champions? Like, the, the things that can happen in knockout football, you can't predict. It's different. Like, exactly. league and, and cup are if, very different. Yeah, and just I'm just leave it alone. Like, this thing about oh, the World Cup was trying to get 48 teams into a World Cup. Just leave They've it alone. They've changed it back like, to 32. Back to yeah, 32. yeah, but that's I, – I'll guarantee you 2026, the one that's in – North America, they're gonna they're, they're gonna try to finesse more teams in there, maybe, because maybe they decided Qatar can't handle this, but maybe Mexico, America, and Canada can handle it. So they'll try to expand it, or maybe you know what they might even try sixty four, just because like yo we won forty eight the last time, so let's just double it this time. Just leave it alone. You're not making it better by making it well, bigger. Well, people love to change stuff because people want to say, hey, my change, my really... idea was the one. Yeah, yeah. my yep. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I just I hope that if anything, if you do have the kind of domestic stagnancy, if you will, if the same champions over and over, at least keep the one thing that's different different. Don't just put oh we're gonna have Real Madrid Barcelona play nine times in the Champions League in three seasons. Like I don't want to see that. Like I like the idea that you might not get it. All right, guys, we appreciate you for sticking with us for. The 2018-19 season. What is this? Is this season three that we've been doing this? Or two? Three. Yeah, wait, sweet. We, 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 we began did, we in did, We did 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19. So this yeah. is season three of Talking Tactics. Um, wow, we've we're actually stick... begun in 2016. Damn. Yeah. Euro. Euro 2016. So Was it during the Euros or just after the Euros? Like Euro, right after the group stages. I think we did like knockouts, if I oh. remember correctly. Or maybe we waited after. I forget exactly. But definitely sometime during the Euros. But yeah, this is season three of Talking Tactics. So we appreciate you guys sticking with us. To all the day one listeners, shout out to you guys. People they won. Just they they won us, man. Very much appreciated. Um, I was going to say something kind of sappy, but then I forgot it. So maybe that's for the best. You're supposed <laughs> to be the wordsmith, man. Think of something, bro. Yeah, I just... Uh... It's been, it's a good experience, and I'm I'm happy that we do this thing, and and people are kind of receptive to it, and it's at least I can see it's growing in some ways, so that always makes me happy. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do some things this summer. That's what I was gonna say. A lot of your favorite podcasts that do football they disappear during the summer. We're mm. not gonna disappear during the summer. We're gonna be here for you guys. We're gonna 
come up with different things that we can do over the summer. I think Carl alluded to it a couple weeks ago that we're going to do some cool things. We will see you guys next week. Got some transfer stuff to talk about. International Cup competitions coming. Should be busy. I need Antonio Conte to come in and buy just all the trash players that he wanted. So you wanted <laughs> Alonso. You, you, you bought Alonso. Take him yeah. to Inter. You wanted uh, Zappacosta. Take him to Inter. You wanted Drinkwater. Take him to Inter. Just leave Conte. Bro, he's trying to buy Lukaku and Alonso. And people were like, oh, I wish he was still at Chelsea. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> this guy's taste of players is just trash. But anyway, remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, Facebook, Talking Tactics. Uh, if you're on Spotify, follow. If you're on an iTunes device, Apple device, subscribe. It's free. I'm at Daniel to look. Have hope. Where can people find you? Catch your boy at Half Hope Hot. No, oh, I, th- I thought you were going to shout out the website. Um, yeah. Talking Tactics Podcast. Sometimes funny. Sometimes serious. Always football. Indeed. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Wait, so, so, so Huawei, who actually came up with that um, tagline? Me. Was it you or, or both of us? How did it actually come, come about? Me. How did it I don't know. But it's yeah, just... yeah, it's like, 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 like always, yeah, who came up with that bloody tagline? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I want to know. Who came up with that bloody tagline? Sports Social Podcast Network.